0: It's Friday afternoon, you both having a drink. I know I quit till Thursday, but that's Friday today. We
1: mine.
2: I'm <laughs> going
3: Oh, it's just us uh, Good evening and welcome to the a Rugby Podcast with Andrew. Hello, Elmer. How are you? Yeah, very well. And myself, of course, <laughs> uh, Elmer. And uh, special guest this week, special show, of course, content maker and Heart friend breaker. of the show, heartbreaker, friend of the show, Sean, aka Sean the Nose now. How's it, Sean?
1: Hello, guys. How are we doing? Yeah. Thanks thanks very much for the invite. Very well. And
3: have you, have you come armed with your three takes for this week? Jeez, I think I've come armed with more than three. Um.
0: Well, um, those are really nice shorts. They're probably the <laughs> shortest I've ever seen on a man. But, um, you know, you can get them in in main sizes, too.
3: <laughs> 1980s Harari look here going on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, Andrew, so uh, on the main podcast earlier this week on Tuesday, uh, we got the the world's collo- the planets aligned, didn't they? And we, we ended up picking exactly the same squad for the Springboks v France, um, and I said the immortal words straight afterwards that um, if the coaches pick anything significantly different to what we've just picked, I'll be absolutely shocked. Just a the theory of mine that the longer this has gone on, fans, coaches have just become closer and closer aligned. So uh, driving to work this morning uh, with Forever Sports blasting through my speakers, they announced the squad and I was shocked. Very short. So, yourself, where were you? Well, I, I was walking on
0: the treadmill and when Sean the Nose sent me the team, and I must admit, I, I was reading through it, and at the start, I saw the, the pack and it was going down the familiar route. And then I, I was like, well, nine, ten, yeah. you know, and then I, I saw Cox's name and I was like, well, hold on, pause on the machine. <laughs> Let me get off and reread this. And my, my first um, assumption was. It's one of those silly memes that somebody sent out, and we'd be. And why would it be quarter to eight in the morning? Like he did to released? me with the
3: French squad today with no deportment.
0: Well, I exactly, but I thought <laughs> that that was on like our, our WhatsApp yeah. group. Well not to Lutz and the Baka boys for spreading disinformation. sure <laughs> <laughs> yourself. Yeah, same story.
1: Um, I got that message sent through from a friend of mine, and. Um, yeah, it came through before the actual announcement. So obviously Ooh, it must have been contacts. leaked. You know, oh, in- yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah, that's how, that's what we do on this podcast.
1: <laughs> but yeah, same story. The first thing I looked at, I, in fact, I went straight to the bench to go and look and I saw 5-3 and then I saw, um, Villy there. And then I went, I saw Faf in the, in, on the, on the bench and I went, no, what's going on here? And I, my first take was cheap as Grant Williams. And then I went and saw Rynock playing and uh, yeah,
0: I was in shock. Uh, I'll be honest, I was in shock. Okay, so I was listening... I, I, I wasn't shocked. Oh, I was. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't. I, look, I knew, that, like I've said and maybe a couple of times coined the phrase around, they're predictably unpredictable. Mm. So I did think that there would be something that we hadn't gotten um, spot on.
3: Um, but I, I wasn't shocked by it at all. I, well, I was shocked, be- and I said that in the last podcast, however... Why,
0: why were you shocked?
3: Because I, I, my theory was that uh, over the last two years, we're getting more and more aligned as supporters because a year or so ago or six months ago we'd have picked quite different squads and teams in terms of the springboks but we're all getting more and more aligned and when it comes to actual knockout rugby as in it's do or die now we're either in or out i just thought he they wouldn't be rolling the dice so much but, but you just speaking specifically about one position these there's just one position that's good i you. am but this double shocked me <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting a uh the French to, to pick a Springbok six six two split and yeah. we go the five three. Yes, that was a shock. That was a mm. but that's to accommodate Pollock. Well we'll get on to that because yeah. um as the squad has been named, um we've said a couple of weeks now and I, I think probably sh- uh, Sean the Nose is on board with this as well, that the the front eight picks itself more or less. With maybe a debate around the eight man, mm. you know, and there's, there's Visa fans, there's Dwayne fans. Do you start Visa? Do you finish with uh, Dwayne? So there was zero surprises and it was, it was quite reassuring, wasn't it? To, mm. to hear the first eight come off and think, here we go, here we go. And then Reinhardt is like, whoa, what's that? Even though Ock is my favorite scrum half in this, in the squad. And then Marnie, and uh, then we we obviously hear Marnie. So it was at that point my heart sunk really a little bit, unfortunately. And then so Dan- and then and then it picks up again. We go Diolande, Creel, mm. uh, Colby, Willemsa and um, Aaron. So Even though we'd both pick Mo- um, Moody. He, he hasn't got a look in and then when he said um okay we, we've now we've got a 5-3 split that threw me again and my thought immediately went didn't go to Pollard I thought well Pollard's in there I thought he's playing Am or possibly Andre mm-hmm. uh, he's having cover for the uh but no it's um and then you've alluded to it um Vincent Cock was named I thought, I thought that threw me not be even though he played well in the last well, game.
0: That, that yeah. threw me so much that I thought it was uh, one of those funny memes, because I, I re- he, he was the one outlier for me in terms of a person, not not part of the squad, but I don't even think he would be in the match day 23.
3: Agreed. So, so yeah. that so that threw me. And then we're back into familiarity in terms of um, Dion Free, and then um, as familiar as that can be. And then um, we have Ox and then um, Bajie. Which we called ourselves yeah, that go just planned, yeah. we, we, one we, we
0: said we yeah. we recognised that they were playing both Elizabeth and Colisi potentially for
3: eighty. But what we didn't anticipate or predict was then Faff Pollard and Vili back in the squ- squad here. Well, I,
0: I think, yeah, and these reasons. I mean, if they if they play Pollard and they wanted that cover, they needed to play Vili. Vili, it's it's almost like hand and glove scenario there. So they're giving Andre cover and confidence to run that back line like he's used to. So he's putting him with the usual suspects.
1: Okay. So I, I just want to just come back to you when uh, we said um, it was a shock. For me, the shock came from, uh, just chatting to you guys and whatever, I was al- alluded to the idea or sold into the idea that the box after what they did with Ireland, whereby – they didn't go for those, those, the, the kicks to the corner then to take the pressure, mm. and go to the line out. I thought that, look, they are going now to, we're going back to mm. old structured buck rugby of the long kicks into the corner, more lit, take the penalties, create scoreboard pressure. So that's why I thought that's, they needed Pollard and, um, Faf to start. And so that's what threw me. So I was like, whoa, we've completely changed the game plan with what they've picked now and they've got the two, Insurance policy of Pollard and Faf on the bench is that we're going to run these guys and we're going to try and outscore them as quick as we can.
0: So, so I have a bit of a different view, but then you kind of get to the same place as what you just mentioned. You, you recall last week I was saying I believe that France is a very high-scoring team. They, they score are. traditionally. They are. And, and so all. With, with our selection, okay, with our selection, it's um, Moni and Bongi starting which says to me we're going to kick into the corners and more, okay, to score points. They're going off to bigger numbers and it could be at the detriment of us hitting the hitting the goals, like we're saying. So, that, that I think is the thinking. We need to score more points than a team that potentially could score a lot of points. Which is strange, considering we, we rely so heavily on our defence and our defence is so good. But that's the only kind of Strategical decision I could think of why they would do this because if you think about if you think about then bringing Pollard, Fuff, and Villion, that's a uh, you're going for the posts, bring for Rion, you don't want to you, to change for Bongi, you don't want to be throwing in, you want no. to go for
3: posts. So, if we go back to the actual starting, uh, the starting 15, mm. traditionally over the last few months. Swap out for Faf. That's our starting 15, isn't it? That's, that's a strong starting 15. That's what we've been playing, whether it's in Wales or Twickenham. Well, well
0: I mean, were, were you, more or less, were you right? surprised by anybody in the starting
3: team? Yeah. Who?
0: The fly horse, as we discussed. Yeah, w- what we said, we would have picked our preferred way of it being they've gone the opposite way, which, we also, which I also said I could understand. You were very wedded into, let's take the points. Not saying you're wrong at all, yeah. but I Dave opted for a different route, and I think it's around the amount of points we're going to need to score. I, I just th-
3: don't understand why they're picking Pollard at all, then, because what I seem is well, quite redundant off off the uh, off the bench. Well, if Marnie's off on um, kicking for sticks, I think you're going to sub him early. But well, it have to be very early because the game could be over. Yeah, look, it's 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 risky. So we're, e- we're talking way, about rolling the dice here then, Andrew, again.
0: I think it, b- but these guys have always done these strange things and not always mm. successfully. And I again, I, I thought, we thought, when they were getting closer to quarterfinals, they weren't going to do such risky yeah. things. And this for me is risky.
3: Right, Agreed. so Agreed. Th- he's picked a team. He's picked a team and put emphasis on us taking the game to them early and building a lead now this is we my point to, being is this is more or less the same team we've seen for the last year give or take the the the, the scrum half that that's the team when have we ever got off to a flying start and put teams well away? who's the quickest off the mark no yeah, yeah, in R- scoring tries right
0: knock right two metrics so at- in like 10 okay. minutes against and we And we, s- we said it's not about, well, I'm not saying he's going to score a hat-trick. What I say is he doesn't
3: need time to get going. He gets going. Okay, so, you, so you've answered the question. Because my point being is that we haven't got off to a flying start. I agree. We've been chasing the game a lot, Which really,
0: and yeah. because
3: we haven't got the kicker, we haven't been able to keep up with teams. True. You know, You know the other thing that... So you're, sorry, Sean. Sorry. So you're saying the point of difference is, is, is Rhino. Well, and I, why? I think for two reasons. One, one is, is my love child, yeah.
0: Well, one, one, we support each other's family wholeheartedly, and then there's two other reasons, yeah. W- one of them being he's the most like for like and has played the most against um, DuPont, so he plays yeah, for Montpelier in and out, understands any he, he's a similar just not as good as DuPont, he really and probably outstrip him in a race. That's the one area he's better, and then. The, um, yeah, the other ones around how quickly he starts. So he can really propel the team quickly. And just hold on. I'm, what? I'm being shafted here, guys. It's Friday afternoon. You both having a drink. I know I quit till Thursday, but that's Friday
3: today. Where's mine?
0: I've
3: got a bottle of water. Would you like a beer? No. I don't drink. <laughs> or a gin and tonic, or a glass. Would you like a I glass of wine? Yes, Give me a glass oh, of wine. Pour you me. glass of wine. You carry on talking. I'll okay. Pour you glass of
1: wine. Well, I'm just going to stop you right there, quickly. Just a uh, quick one, Andrew. You know, I've picked up as well. I mean, everybody would have picked this up. France start out of the blocks like you cannot believe. They literally win all. Ninety no. percent of their games. Hold no. on, hear me out. Hear me out. Ninety percent of their no. games are won within the first twenty minutes. What? what Seriously, you gonna and New look. Zealand? You go and look. Well, they're still. They're the only time they've gone in at half time where they've been behind is against Ireland and they lost you that match. You do not say halftime. That's halfway through the match. You said the they start m- m- They do. They do. Within 20 minutes, I promise you, their game is dead. They've, 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 they've done the guys. Where did you find this guy? Um,
0: <laughs> you? You, seriously, go and have a look. <laughs> what, what happened we'll against look. New Zealand? New Zealand scored in the first two minutes. Then they went ahead even more than that and then the French came back. It w- wasn't in the first 20 minutes. It was like going deep into the first half. The, that, it that might be that game.
1: Okay, fair enough. You might be right there. Yeah, and the rest, and still,
0: you, the, the rest you can't judge, in my view, because the teams are so bad.
3: The, uh, the yeah, fair enough. F- France, fair enough. over the last couple of years, especially at home, do get off to a flying start. That, that's what they do.
1: And this is why I think they've picked this team particularly uh, how to can do we that, our to stop
0: team it. Their team? Our, oh. team. our team has been picked to counter that so that we can't allow them to get. Well, we know that. If we, I, I said to you, Alma, if we're not ahead in the first 20 minutes, we're going to struggle. That's what I'm trying um, um, we, we to say. You know. We do need to get ahead. We, we're not a team that likes to chase. No. And we don't have the bomb squad to come on. We don't have yeah. Malcolm Marks. We don't no. have all those games that we're behind and we almost caught up and won was,
3: was predominantly because of him. What, what do you make of that? Because we've all seen over the last year, even the games we've lost, we've seen the huge impact of the bomb squad coming on and pulling us back into games, taking us ahead of games. We've seen us, uh, gosh, can you remember against Ireland? The bomb squads or just Ox himself. They stopped coming on. Yeah. We stopped winning penalties and yeah, scrubs. Yeah. We couldn't convert them. But the point being is we're now putting ourselves in a match winning position. Do you yeah. think now with this 5-3 split, do you think the um, the front row itself and RG is enough to give us the second rush of agen- adrenaline given that the French are big boys and they have now the 6-2 well,
0: split well I was having a look at the <laughs> yeah so they do have the 6-2 split to combat us and but they d- the, besides their ton of fleur, they're not bringing any size on in fact they're not the biggest pack behind their two props um, because of are being out so that Flamon, he used to play fly off and then um Thank you. And then the, um, the ad- Walkie, is it? He's playing. He, yeah, you know, he's, he, playing he's playing. From one he's, and again, also ones. like the, a more slender style lock. So I think they probably need the extra forward to us. We've thought, OK, minus Paul Willem, so we can play Ilbin for 80. He's got the engine. He can do it. And But the the thing is, we have to play another, one or the other loose forwards for 80. It won't be Dwayne. It's going to be Sear.
3: So what do you make yeah. of that? Because, because with a 5-3 split, the only Lucy cover on the bench is the Swiss Army knife himself. Yeah. Well and Fareed, no Fareed. So But Bongi, a dedicated he he will be covering Bongi unless do you see Bongi going the full distance? Yes, I do. I think it's key you that think he, he tries. Have to. I think he's I think
0: he's keyed he to us in a tight match. If if, if it's tight, you have to keep
1: him on. In my opinion, there are three out of the three guys, one of them will have to go all the way through Bongi, Sia or Dwayne, for leadership. 100%. And and uh, w- So, the one that I think is, I agree with you, Andrew, is in Bongi. Bongi will go. I can't see Dwayne going full, and I can't see Sia going full.
0: Uh, well, I I, I I agree with what you're saying, but I think there's more. R- R- Irban's going so to play you, 80. So, you have a leader. So, I don't think one of those three has to. I think then, also, if the change comes in that they bring Billy on, and Andre on. Andre is the actual vice captain of that team. Hmm. So, I think leadership, they've probably got it covered. I think what what you're saying, those guys are so pivotal to us. There's more than one leader being on the pitch. We've always been good with multiple. There's always multiple back, And we've harped on this. Team has never won the World Cup without a really good leader. We've got a few good leaders. Or a kicker. (laughs) (laughs) Or they have a kicker, you just can't kick.
3: (laughs) So why the 5-3 split? Do you see the logic of it? It's to accommodate Pollard.
0: So, um, we've wanted to be able to give ourselves the option of bringing Pollard on, but because of injury and how many people and, and his injury, we've had to put another person in the in the back line together. Um, Vili supports Pollard, like I've said. Re- they work very well together. They do. And you change mm-hmm. your game plan completely. We go back, then we go back to a completely tried and trusted almost the entire team that won the last World Cup. You'll have the same pack on. I don't, is, I don't even think there's one other person in the pack that's not a World Cup winner. They're all World Cup winners. Mm. Mm. Yep. So you'll have a World Cup winning pack with the majority of the World Cup winning backline without Curtly. Um, uh, so you have 14. So you revert back to that old school style. So it's, I think that's a fallback position. You have 14 on the field potentially without Kurtley, Kirtley will be the only one that's not okay well before we wait, go any what, f- wait wait that's my opinion why do you guys think
1: no I, I, I agree uh, it is it's to accommodate Pollard I, I have to agree with you and the reason that Villy is there is because Villy acts as another distributor who,
0: who is better at flicking the ball than yeah, Pollard is pass. yeah but t- tell me something it, we, we say that and we're looking at totally out of our perspective of this is what this team can bring does what this team can bring, does it defeat the team that the French have selected? No. Or are we just going in with what we do well? Or What do you think about that?
3: Um, I don't like it. So I don't like this at all. So I'm going to clearly get off the fence. Andrew. The 5-3 or what? I don't like the five three. I don't like the starting fifteen because of the uh, the the kicking. Because options. of money, yeah. Because okay. of money, I'm I'm quite happy to go the Rhino. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. I agree, I agree. I'd have picked Faff as we did last week, even though I prefer Rhino because of scrum Hall, Yeah, I would go with Faff. But but we de- we debated that. Hey, eh? we even said I think Rhino's got a better kicking game. We put think, him on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I disagree about the kicking game, but I um, but I'm ha- if, if 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 he goes in, he goes in. I just can't see how. If we go behind, which is quite likely given over you know, if we look at the last the trend of our performances against top teams in the last year or so, it's quite likely we'll be going into half time behind and chasing the game. Uh, if and we go
0: into half time behind ready to put back. So know. Know. what
3: has been what has brought us back into oh. the game is the influx of the bomb squad and not the kicker. It's the bomb squad that of course us back into the games. Well we haven't got the bomb squad now. And we've got a we have a put kicker coming the off the bench, but <laughs> Hang on. What's good? What good is the, uh, what good is the kicker without the bomb squad? Where's the platform? Cheers. Cheers Phyllis. Anyway, cheers.
0: Yes. Alma furnished me with a lovely, whatever
3: it is or reserve. I can't, I
0: can't actually see the writing on it. <laughs> <laughs> that, but can you see that? Yeah. Okay.
3: So of course I'm, yeah. uh, from being in shock, I was a bit pissed off this morning. Um, I was a little bit uplifted in terms of listening to other people on the radio mm. saying that they actually liked what he was doing. Yeah, I do. Some, as well. But I just don't see how this this team combats a 6-2 split from a very big French team playing at home. A very big
0: French team.
3: A, a very physical French team playing at home who can mix it up and do what we do with 80,000 supporters in the in the stadium getting the 50-50 decisions because I think you have to acknowledge that and I'm sure the coaches have that the the 50-50 will go in their favour
1: I don't know if you guys listened to that, um, that clip I think I sent it to both of you guys from Bernard Jackman how he analysed the box and how he thought that we will beat this team and go on to win the World Cup and his big points that he made was like why is Faf selected ahead of the other scrum halves? And he pointed out that he gets given that free reign where he's so much quicker off the mark and he comes in and he smashes and just disrupts. He might miss, but he just disrupts. So I was completely sold with the idea. That's the way we're going to go. We're going to resort back to a 6-2 with the bomb squad, disrupt, cause problems, go for the, the corners and then maul it, kick for post, get pressure on the board and that, So that's why
0: I I still I'm still confused, man. So, so, but I I think just as we have a bit of confusion as to exactly what the strategy is here, although I think, like I explained, I think what it is, the French will be sitting with the same conundrum. They look, what is he seeing that the last time they played a five-three was against uh, was the game before Italy was against New Zealand in the 2019 World Cup. So last time they played a 5-3? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I saw stat. We
1: Last year when you played against France, we played a
3: 5-3. Mm, okay. Uh, okay. I uh, yeah, You've thrown me there. I, yeah, I was presuming cool. we had yeah. the 6-tier on there. The um, the presumption that uh, Ryan Hock's playing as well in the 5-3 has a lot to do, surely, with the French kicking game. They carry they yeah, I mean, their kicks a lot. Yeah. They often go long, but they... I mean, they traditionally go long, but however, which, which obviously you know if they're going long and we're picking 60 split traditional box we'll just kick it back where we probably will still kick it back most of the time but we have the running option now Mm. but they also vary their kicks so much especially Mm. off to pont kicking off both feet short long (laughs) grabbers everything everything so rhino is he the point of difference in defending that
0: I d I don't know. Think about it you mentioned the game in the autumn that we lost to the French, which remember the comms went down and T V screens fell apart no, exactly that at the was time. In the mix over yeah. though, yeah. I mean oh, that, what's it, the the front row was basically doing the worm on the floor <laughs> and scored the try. But okay, so we lost that. But <coughs> how did we actually lose that game? What what were they better at us at? Because we went down, didn't we? We lost Peter Steph and went like early. 18 down. Yeah, very, very early. And also we, we went back. 14
3: points down.
0: Early. Yeah, that's what I, I think
3: it was more than fourteen. Yeah. May have been. Yeah. And you and I watched this. Yes, you know, and then you know, Peter
0: Steph yeah. do, he came in with a low headbutt into Dante's face, if I remember.
3: He was thrown into that and
0: puck Yeah, so we, so we were lo- was nudged. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we went down significantly. The point went off on that game. Just hold on, and that, yeah, that's where I'm mm, getting yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So and then card. I can't remember who went sent off, but they lost a the player.
3: Red, the point. red the card. Point. But point. we had
0: already come back into it by the time that red card happened. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a, it's not an ideal game to try and analyse to understand where we've been, but they must have been looking at that and the last games that France has played and said, listen, we need to go to this 5-3 split for them. And I'm not quite sure what that reason is. But also just want to add to that, if you remember
1: that, he went off DuPont and they put McAlew on the wing and he had a blinder. Oh, and McAlew, hence why 6-2, he's one of the forwards that actually can play on the wing. The Vindaloo. That big, the, the big guy. he geez, he's, he's bloody talented,
3: okay. man. Well, Yeah, he plays uh, seven and uh, he can yeah. play center as well. Yeah. Before we go any further, let's uh, let's hear what the uh, the voice of the Cape has to say.
0: Well,
2: how's it Oaks? Morris here. Um, right. Now that I've um, had time to sit and digest what I've seen this morning, a um, couple of thoughts did spring to mind, and with the Selection of Marnie and Reinach. Um, I'm getting a feeling that we are going to execute a similar style plan to what was executed at Twickenham against the All Blacks. I think they will be kicking for corner, Mm -hmm. trying to build scoreboard pressure, as uh, one of our fellow colleagues have said. I believe Mm -hmm. that also if things do not go our way and we uh, concede. There is the backup of bringing Faf and Pollard on. Most of the front, of, uh, the, the eight, of, the forward-back picks themselves. Um, centers, Damien Delendy and Jesse Creel. I couldn't see anything else there. Um, at the back, Williams and the two wingers. Interesting. Um, I like the two wingers there for the mere fact to get after Peno, give him no fucking space to breathe, as well as that speedster that they got with the red scrum cap, be- those two need to be shut down fast. And I do feel that the, the advent of having reinach and um, Mani there will, will subsequently have an impact with regards to Reinach getting to DuPont and Jalibert quickly. So that he cannot offload to that absolute dynamite center pairing that he has in Dante and Fiku. Because they are, they are fast. They are strong up in the, uh, the front eight. But they want to get around us. They know that they can't go straight through us because we will match them man for man. But they will want to go wide. And they have the playmakers. Let's, let's not, let's not deny what they can do. I fear this French team. But I also know that we have the game that can beat them. So from 15 through to 10, I think we are well matched. Uh, I do feel that in the centre pairing, the Alendi and Krill have what it takes to, I would say, blunt Dante and Fiku. Um, our pack speaks for themselves. If we dominate early, they will have a lot la- uh, a tough time. And I do feel that. Reinach as well, multi purpose at the stage to get at people like Olivon and Aldritz, not to stop them, but to slow them down. Our bench, the bench is oh, surprising there, no Inyakane and gone for the option of Kach. Um, the two backs with Faf and Pollard is speaks for itself. And then, of course, Kwaka. I'm going nowhere without a Kwaka. So, those, the 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 bomber squad looks slightly different. Impressed with the five-three combination. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was quite clever. Um, But now, time for talk is fucking over. It's (laughs) not. We've got to the business end of it now. Time to go. Time to shut the fuck up and make your statements count.
0: I I think he needs to start his own (laughs) (laughs)
4: podcast.
3: The voice from the Cape giving his opinions as ever. And thank you, thank you, Admiral. just one thing I picked up there from what he was saying, it's more um if the pack get on top early. I don't think there's really a precedent of our pack getting on top against the top teams. It's often parity or slightly on top. It's when the bomb squad normally comes on that we really get on top of them. They can't cope. Uh, your France's, your Islands, New Zealand, even to a degree, not mm-hmm. so much those, can stay with us or even get an edge on us. But the, what they can't do is they can't cope with that shift in the second half which there won't be that shift unless Ox puts in a one man display
0: why not though because Koch is a brilliant he was one of two props that used to come on at the World Cup and demolish teams. well that's on the presumption that Bondi may stay on well are are you saying that he's not a good scrammager yes yeah okay I don't know he's not though is he I, I don't know
1: it, it is on that, that fact that if Bongi stays, if Bongi plays a full match, then I
0: reckon then we could. So, I, I mean, that's one thing I'm I'm sure the coaches will know is if he can scrum or not. So, it, it might just be as a cover for for a hooker. But I agree. I want to keep Bongi on. I have said that right from the beginning. I think Koch, I was surprised Koch was dropped. I didn't think he deserved to be dropped. I he think he was, was I, an injury. I, I think I think he got in. Remember, he, he went off yeah. warming up. And from them, he wasn't getting his spot in the team because Ox and Trevor destroyed whoever they came on and took apart. I can't remember Ireland, uh, New Zealand. Remember New Zealand. Ch- Trevor must that. feel
3: hard done to. He's but been playing very well. Agreed. Agreed.
0: I, I think whoever doesn't make so there's nobody in the squad for me no that safe. isn't playing well. <laughs> isn't playing safe, well. Either. I think everybody, which is one good thing. Everybody's so I think everybody I'd I'd, I'd raise, I raised an eyebrow because again and again we've spoken about this at length. The one thing that Jock and Russia were selected is combinations in combination with, and he he said it in that um, interview this week again. We don't just pick people, we pick combinations. Then why would he put Koch instead of Trevor? Like, and why would he start with Rynock and Moni, They've only ever started two
1: together or played twice together. I checked that out today. They've only ever played twice together.
0: Like in in even um, being brought on as subs and all of that? Or are you talking from a start? From a start. Yeah, look, I think they've played enough together.
1: I, I, don't, I but, don't. But going, going back them. to your point of he likes combinations, mm. you know, that's what threw
0: me. Well, the, the, the one thing that they have had to take into account is we're playing against the guy that is the best player in the world. So if you're going to make... A strategical decision around a player yeah. to combat him that's probably the right one and do you know what Reimach would start for many teams in the world. It would start for me in my book. Do you know what I'm also
1: thinking is how how long until DuPont does get um, subbed the way he is with, <coughs> with that with that injury and then you've got FAF coming on for the last I'll call it 20 who's going against um, what's his name um, Luku. Yeah but
3: Luku he Makes he plays weak. club rugby with um, with um, Jalibert week in week out. So those two, are yeah. just, and they look good. They oh, look really good. because they're all good. <laughs> How good is Jalibert, playing? They they beware uh, Peter Stuff to They talk. take
0: <laughs> they take a um, they take a gamble with Dupont in a way that if he goes down early, mm. man, you, and you know it's a little Napoleon syndrome. You you hit him down. You. Take the general down. Where do you go? You
3: know that'll that'll deflate. Yeah, it it will. They have a very good replacement. You can you can say that about a few players. What if Bongi went down early?
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: play that scenario in your head for a few seconds. Well, remember he went down early in the World <laughs> Cup more, final. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did.
0: It was like ten minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes, and yeah. then the boss came on and handled his business. Look, look, looking, so I see we're looking into the bench, and, and we've discussed that Vincent Koch um, is in, but I, I I, don't think he's any less of a scrummager than Trevor. I think the combination that has been working has decimated teams. I would love to know why they would break that combination. Mm. Trevor must maybe. Uh, have so, a so, in my
1: little blurb that I sent through on what I thought of the squad. In my opinion, I think it's because yeah, I think Koff is a much better all-rounder. He's better on the park. He's got better. He's got better hands. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Trevor is more That's of a. Mm-hmm. Trevor is more of a, he's coming on as a destroyer in your 6-2. Okay. Where a coffin's going to last longer, he's quicker, he's going to be more mobile, he's more versatile. That, that's what I'm thinking.
3: It, it, yeah, it's a slight point of difference. And we did speak about that on the last podcast. Was it the Tonga game where mm-hmm. Vincent Koch was noticeably mobile? Yeah. yeah. With, but, but with, but with hands looking off to the that, ball, that's, that's a link plug. That's an interesting
0: blood. point, that. I yeah. hadn't thought about that. But yeah. you're right, because this Springbok squad is noticeably more mobile. Big time. Hey, it's a, like mm. your replacements are of the slower players. So are they
1: thinking then, last 10, if we're in parity with the French, that we're going to be better
0: um, fitness-wise? Well, we don't want to go into the last 10. We're having to win the game. We, no, for sure. We, we want to close it out. Mm. So, I, yeah. So a lot of things are quite contradictory.
3: There are on the bench. Um, you know, that's a that's an offensive player.
0: I have I have no problem with Vili being on the bench,
3: but I do because of uh, the squad we selected. But Vili is my, <sighs> we I talk about Reinock, He is literally my favourite Springbok player. He, but Vili he, th-
0: it's, but it's, but it's,
3: has played himself into cool. the fifteen position. Uh,
0: look, in Vili. Um, Vili, I think compl- Andre and Vili complement each other so well Yeah, they do. that they are a combination that has been selected they obviously do. together. Obviously, and Fuff yeah. with Andre. You're right. It's correct. Right. correct. So, correct. so that combination is. Um, I think the three of them together, they've weighed it up and thought they what? could make a difference for us if we. So, so,
1: so, Andrew, you saying those three are coming on to close
0: it out? I think it all depends on where we are in the game. I think you know, it's an insurance policy. Sorry um, for kicking as well. I, I think if morning misses two kicks up front, I think they could potentially sub him. And where Pollard
3: could be slotted in, which he has done numerous times, is, is when Elton used to play, of course. Mm. Pollard didn't often go off. People forget that. He'd yeah. stay on the pitch. Elton would take over Flyhoff. Yeah. And Pollard would be pushed out for the last 15, 20 minutes into, into that inside mm. center position. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a possibility. I don't know your thoughts on that. In terms of though, in terms of us clearly wanting to play a more varied game and offensively when we can. Any concerns about us are being turned over, looking off to the ball in wide positions? And Ireland had a field, semi-field day with us. So.
0: But, but but that was a little bit different. W- what what we did there was sometimes I don't understand why forwards and blown players, but more majority of forwards, can be so naive. I'll give you an example. Visa is does that. He runs away from our players, and then he he gets caught um, out wide. And the the Irish wingers are very good at jackling, and so they get over the ball and they turn the ball over. So wh- one of the I learned two new things about rugby I didn't know in the last week or two. The first one was they That's were just dis-
3: so doesn't matter.
0: Um, the first one was that they were showing you when a person was running. When, when you um, like run away from your pack, say you're having a scrum in the middle of the field and you run wide, that whenever you deliver the ball, you deliver it out wide away from you. And the reason for that is so that the winger can't get over it if they have good wing jacket. And the other one which was really interesting for me was the Japanese, um, one of their tactics was when they threw it into the line out, they would throw it very low, almost at the belly button so that the person could get it down into the scrum half, so it could get out the back much, half a second, half a second, and then off down the back line. So, yeah, just just some, like, I thought those were really, like, we're trying everything to make the game suit yourself. Do you know what I mean? That's
3: true. Um, So I mentioned that as a potential issue, which you've answered. Um, Another issue which we've all seen, certainly over the last year, is the amount of time we have very, very good uh, possession in the opposition to 22.
2: Yeah.
3: Within the forwards, people we we like and trust, and they turn over or lose the ball. And that happens a lot. And it gets referenced to by the coaches a lot, but we're not seeing any real point of difference. And that's where, in my mind, even more so, you know, how vital a kicker is (laughs) in those scenarios. Because (laughs) this is happening too much. The island game, the last big game we played on, I, uh, maybe a couple of times I can remember in the first half. I remember Peter Stuff losing the ball. So in the
0: I, I was going to say, what, what, what? For me, it seems to be yeah. that we have three players that consistently lose, three or four players that consistently lose the ball in the twenty-two. Yeah. Eh? it's not all the players. Somehow those guys <laughs> get themselves into positions to take the ball. Peter Stafili is one of them. The couldn't have another there. one. Yes. J- Jesse Creels can have a bit of a shock and the other ones here. There's is a lot of kind of knock on, loose the ball in contact literally within five meters. If you if you have a guy like Dwayne, you don't see him doing it. He's either going over or he, the ball comes back. It's he's, yeah. There's no there's not. the other team don't win the ball from a guy like that. But you're right, we're inaccurate and we haven't shown anything in the last couple of games against good teams that to prove
3: any different.
1: The other the other point that also I think is quite interesting is that come come second half, when we send on our subs, you're going to have Dion Ferri and Kwaka on at the same time. That and just, they are the best fetchers, stealers of the ball. Mm. And, you know, to put pressure on to gain those penalties in the last 10, 20 minutes. Then you want the likes of Pollard slotting
0: those mm. threes that, through. That, so you could probably include Ferree in with Pollard and Quaha has a capability to win you penalties to take shots at posts yeah. so the bench starting to make more sense mm. we figured it all out guys we all worked brilliant
5: let's see let's see if, if Lutus figured it out. <laughs> hi guys um, Lydia the link between 8 nine and 10 is crucial for an attacking game and I think that's why he's gone with Dwayne, Curbis and Marnie. Um, they they all three play an attacking game. So which which I like. I think it's brilliant. If Dwayne goes off, Guachel will probably come on in his place. Um, my concern is 12 and 13. Krill and Darlene are brilliant, but they are going to be expected to make a hell of a lot of tackles and to break the opposition line all the time. I don't know if both of those are going to last 18 minutes. I would have liked to have seen Estreysen on the bench instead of Vili Look, Willem says pretty good, he can last 80 minutes and he's absolutely fantastic but 12 and 13 are going to be relieved, need to be relieved, e- either one of them, I'm not sure who and that's where I thought s and will come in. <laughs> Vili buckles under pressure, we've seen it so many times, he fumbles, he knocks on, he misses the ball, he can't catch, there's all sorts of things going on in his head under high pressure games. I'm not too pleased about him being on the bench. Um, Also a surprise, I thought Klain would be in but obviously we can't put everybody in, which is understandable. Other than that, I'm pretty pleased, you know. Um, Regarding the front row, they've gone for a very agile front row, you know. It's going to be a fast-paced game, I think. So unfortunately, Trevor's not the most agile, he's strong as anything, but he's not the quickest, so that's probably why they left him out. Other than that, I'm pleased.
3: Cheers, guys. Oh, well, thanks, Lit and uh, another one, a bit like uh, the voice from the Cape. He's mm. pleased.
0: Yeah. I, so he makes an
3: interesting point about the centres. Mm. To ask
0: who, who say Jesse goes down, who replaces him, Damien? and how do they work that? Damien Vilimsa comes in, and then Villy um, comes to fullback. No, but Vilimsa's a twelve, not a thirteen.
1: I oh, know. Correct.
0: You're Damien, absolutely right. Damien can Damien play. Damien can play 12. thirteen. And
5: Willemse twelve.
0: Yeah, I think that's the way you'd have to go. But but that that is the position for me. That and Hooker, that are the most uncomfortable uh, Like there's a potential gap for us. Well, and that's potentially they could. We've got an Achilles' heel there if it doesn't go our way.
3: And I think our logic last week when we were picking a squad was having Nudi on the wing can also be that number mm, four mm, exactly for the thirteen channel with Creel. Okay, well, uh, one more friend of the show, a new contributor, Andre, uh, that's how he reacted to today's squad announcement.
4: Morning, everybody. Uh, It's very interesting, this uh, um, uh, selection, mostly um, uh, uh, because of the selection at nine with Professor Reinhardt. That to me looks like a commitment to moving the ball or playing the ball. So it looks like an attacking uh, uh, selection. Um, also, um, probably the reason why they've gone for a 5-3 split with Vili on there as well. Not sure how I feel about Vili, His form's not been the best, but he is very good in an attacking way for the Springboks, so for that reason, there will be a plan behind that 5-3 selection. Um, and then, just on a side note, I think Vincent talk coming in for Nyakane um, uh, um, uh, is also uh, a surprise for me. But um, don't mind that switch at all. Anyway, very excited and looking forward to some running rugby.
3: Oh, thank you, Andre. He's just said um, something else, very excited and looking forward to some running rugby. I'm finding I'm not excited. <laughs> but, uh, like, I, I,
0: Reinhardt, for me, isn't the best distributor of the ball for running rugby. Like, I would have... Uh,
3: broken play comes into Zane. Yeah,
0: broken plays is... is So, like, DuPont, <laughs> he's got a decent pass. You, you're never going to say DuPont's <laughs> the best passer. It's, when it's, that, it's okay. I'm yeah, when, when the broken play happens, that's when those guys spring into life. And... So, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure I totally agree that he's the best for running rugby for us, but who who's the quickest? Probably Grant Williams with distribution. Uh,
3: he's very quick. Possibly, but in the Test match and tried and tested at the highest level Faf always produces yeah, at the very highest level, and gee, he 's like a missile in defense he, he I was watching what, he's a key part I was of mesmerized at tookenham Stadium yeah, when we went crazy. up last month uh, so, I found myself watching him in defense, and one time he actually missed his he missed his tackle, but he flew through the post. Uh, <laughs> I,
0: I, I was being called today by um, an English person that they dislike Fuff the most. They're like, oh, they're irritating little prick. And, He's, doing, no, his exactly. He's doing his job Exactly. I explained them. that. <laughs> I explained that. And um, yeah, so you, you're you're right. I, do, do you know, I'd be keen to have a look at this fringe team and see what we think about that and how they size that, because we've talked a lot here about the Springboks and what we're doing and what they well, do.
5: Without
3: mentioning too many individuals, uh, obviously DuPont takes the headlines over there. Mm. I think, um, in terms of their backs, their backs, you give them any space they can play at post and their wonderful technical ability, of course, and they're good over the ball as well. Ramos will, you, you know, if we, if we're lazy, if we're uh, indisciplined, yeah. he, he's coming three over every single time, yeah. every single time. And, um, and the 60 splits very, uh, it's very interesting. there's, there's so there's, there's so much irony there isn't there you can see the press now writing if they get to you. Yeah, know, we've beaten the springboks at at the game at the at the sixty split, which is their culture, what they invented. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. I mean uh, so big players and like you say in the back line, uh, Jonathan Dante, they actually play a completely different style when he's there. Because they, because of his size, the weight. Remember, they also used to play Bastaro there for that impact. And it's funny that the 12s in this tournament have probably been the best players. And so you've got Aki, you've got Damien Delinde, you've got Dante. A lot of these teams that are top-notch at the moment rely on their 12 getting them good You're right, um, getting them game, game line. line. And
3: you've yeah. mentioned him, and he's a, he's such a weapon. What I would over say, well. what I would say, is over the last couple of months, um, we weren't picking De Landy at all. I know Sean's a, a huge fan. I'm a huge fan it's anyway. But Andrew and I were consistently um, yeah. had a preference for Andre, and yeah. and, and, and uh, I think he's also and great, Midi. Andre. But man, has De Landy just played himself well, you, back into world class form.
1: You sent me, you sent me that <laughs> um, stat
0: today on the mm. combined games, and I couldn't believe. Yeah, he, he, he was between him and Bandiaki, There was nothing in it. Absolutely hey? nothing in uh, it over, over the two games. I wonder if we could play <laughs> the London and because mm-hmm. used to be a 313 often at the shots. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they would have sure tried that.
3: Could <laughs> I be scrum off, hey? please?
0: <laughs> well, do you recall he used to play there for the shots? He, and he, he couldn't or? pass the ball to the wing. He used to miss the wing every time. you like, Harlequin's really developed him well.
3: <laughs> well, it's the humidity and moisture on the ball in the middle. <laughs> <so. Yeah. laughs> it's always our excuse. Huh?
0: So... Gregory Aldrich, who I must admit, it escaped my attention, um, and, but was so much spoken about it. coming into this World Cup. I really like, spoke, I wanted to see what this guy, what all the talk was about. Because sometimes, I, I don't know what it is, but I don't see what a lot of people see and obviously I'm wrong in it. Like Richie McCall, for me, was never the greatest player ever that everybody was on about. But like, I just didn't see that. But well, he had access to that side door, didn't he? Yeah, you know? the side gate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, d- did you hear the the wonderful, um, um, like, insight that, um, I, th- I think it was Kier was saying about um, Richie McCaw and how he got away from things? And Maurice Yonker said oh, to him, the, re- the reason, uh, sorry, not uh, Kaplan. He said the reason that he got away with so much is because he knew the rules so well. He'd be jogging next mm-hmm. to you saying, ref, I, like, I didn't interpret like law 16.4.2 in the same way. This is what it's written in the, the law book. You're you, you showing it in a slightly different way. He said you're always very weary with him because he knew the law book so well. He said like, <laughs> he didn't want to take the chance of blowing him up, even if he came in from the wrong side, because that might be legal. <laughs> The, anyway, yeah, I, n- I never got that. But watching, watching Aldrich, I've really grown to like think, wow, this is impressive. He's, he does that grunt work, boy. But, but he's got both, grunt work and finesse. Andrew, who are the flankers for? So, who's the name? so um, Anthony Geelong, Geelong and uh, Olivon Now, Olivon, crocky ex-French
1: captain. My gosh, I don't think enough has been said about him. Mm-hmm. He is phenomenal. I mean, he's like six foot six. He's a monster. But he's got that he, past captain. He, geez, and he just also links. He links mm. so well with the backs. So you've got him. You know, if, I don't know about, um, there's no proper, proper fetcher there for me. You know, maybe that's why we're going fetcher heavy. Dwayne. Yeah, well, Dwayne, you know, you've got, um, see. I can do it. Sia. He's, he's, and then you've got our two quachas, quacha quaker
0: and. Um, do Yeah, well, look we do definitely ramp it up when we want to shut the ball down later in the game with bringing on the features okay. yeah, we well,
3: talking sure. about ramping it up the uh, spectators in the crowd will certainly ramp it up mm-hmm. well, and uh, they will have an influence as as any any sport in any sport when you've got a home crowd behind you it has an influence um so let's get on to the referee mr o'keefe yeah. I, um, <laughs> Given the four that were selected for the um, for the quarterfinals, um, your thoughts on the referee? Yeah, I don't mind
1: going first. Um, look, I looked at his stats. We've played... He's refed us... Just You'll have to check this out, but I think it is. He's refed us nine times. We've won six, lost two, and drawn one under his...
3: Mm, lost two. Yeah. So... So he refed the Island game. I watched the Island game yes, with you. We watched together. Um,
1: if you remember correctly, what I... I uh, I did say, oh, I just felt that I didn't think we got many 50 50s. And I think Mallett well, said we
3: the same. On, we went on Sunday. Mallett
1: said the same, and so did um, <coughs> um, Gavin Rich. Mallet
3: I, went I, in uh, quite hard I on it. I thought him. he was yeah. quite good. And
1: you two guys said that you thought it was
3: okay. So, you know, it's um, like reading. Apart from the end, how it ended. Yeah, I thought yeah that was, it was uh, a yeah, appalling. That was a but idea. because it wasn't do or die, it wasn't, you know. Well, it was. We could have got seven and won the game. Well, we weren't going home after it, were we? That's what I mean, as in... But you know. yeah, so
1: going back to it, I mean, look, listen, I, I, look, you know, I think the biggest, my biggest fear is, is that, yes, you've got to have a very strong ref to not be intimidated by that home crowd and that, that patriotism. Yeah, that's, it's, and, and that's, that's listen, that's what happens with a home crowd. You're at a home world cup and so we are going to have to be squeaky clean guys
3: the today. disciplined unbelievable maybe get a bit lucky with decisions as well and uh, take it out take it out the referee's hands. the old cliche yeah it? yeah
0: the, the benefit for us with ben o'keefe is his southern hemisphere referee mm. whose ref does a lot playing super mm. Rugby. so you, you find that the southern hemisphere referees let a little bit more happen around mm, the ruts and moors and uh, you know, lawrence the,
3: let a lot you, happen
0: yeah it. yeah well, he <laughs> <let> anything <laughs> he let anything happen. <laughs> so, yeah. So they ref in a in a slightly different way. It's about the team adjusting to Benaki. I think we adjust better to Benaki potentially than um, France will straight away. So I almost think it balances out. Yes, the 16th man plays a huge part. There's a lot of background noise um, and that type of thing. And the, and the French crowds are—I are, mean that Lourdes shell crowd. I've never seen a crowd like that in rugby in my life. Like they arrive at the stadium three hours early and they. I don't know. are they all on ephedrine or what's going on well, there? but they like bounce up and down
3: and carry on. My, my feedback last year in Marseille, Marseille, slightly smaller stadium than Stade de France, was mm. that was the most intense and and in some ways the best atmosphere I've ever been involved in. And you could definitely, you could feel it. It was very tangible near yeah, the end yeah, of the game. Energy. And that try when the TMO wasn't showing the <laughs> French TV, weren't showing the uh, yeah. Well, I've, the crowd all you know, and um, you could. You could see it affecting everybody in front of you because it affected us. And um, the, 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 the Stade Francais, also, it's, as
0: a stadium, is like I, I'm one where the crowd isn't near the pitch because you've got the athletics track in between. I remember we were about 10 rows up, and I was very far from the game. People were, like, really small. So if you, it's not a cauldron. in in the way that, it's not like King's Park where you're right on top and leaning over onto the field. So there is a bit of that so it'll dissipate the noise and the feeling that's generated from the crowd a little bit. You're a good distance Mm. from there. The other thing is that stadium's way out of town. It's not a comfortable uh, um, place to get to. If you like go, you have to go on the train and, and you have to walk like, it's like in an industrial area. It's, it's not much
3: matter uh, Funnily enough, I was there in 2007 for the semi-final, the Argentina, a game where, bizarrely, you go to a semi-final of the World Cup and you're not that anxious or nervous because you, you've, it's a strange feeling that, is being confident yeah. And, um, but yeah, you're right. So I think it's in an area called Saint Denis and um,
0: I, I, Very I, un- rugby I went uh, with, with this friend of mine. Went to go watch. I can't remember what game it was. If it was in a tournament or might have been like the autumn international. And um, we, we we had been drinking and carrying on. And this guy's a bit of a lunatic. So w- when we got out of the cab, he was paying. And in the car, he had gotten quite annoyed before in the pub we were in. And him and the the um, taxi driver having a bit of an argument. So I I got out of the car and he was paying. And I walked him through. <laughs> Through the hotel, like you know, one of those rotating glass doors, and I was standing there, and then the next thing I saw, the car wheel spinning, and I came shooting down the road. But the road was iced up from the snow. But my friend's arm was caught in the driver's side window, and he went skiing down next to, <laughs> next to the corner. But he had the the taxi driver's head in a in a headlock, and he went shooting. Eventually, he slid off and ran away. And when when he came back. Now, the, you must just picture this. The the taxi driver couldn't speak a word of English. He was literally writing down numbers for, you know, what we had to pay and everything. And w- <laughs> my friend, when he came in, he was a bit embarrassed because he had been rolling down the road in the snow and ice. I said to him, what, what are you doing? Are you like, you know, what's happening there? So he says, no. His excuse was he was swearing at me. He started swearing at me in Afrikaans. So I said, oh, okay, that's a true story, that, because, you know, he couldn't speak English, but he suddenly started blurting out Afrikaans at <laughs> you.
3: Anyway, Andrew, you puss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <God>. Predictions, <laughs> predictions. I take the taxi driver. <laughs> because, I, well, I'll stop because last week I sat, sat on the
0: fence. I sat on the Whoa. fence and said, "I can't I predict. I can't so predict.
3: Hold on. I can't predict the scoreline until I see who's kicking sticks." It was that. F- you know, and it was it was reiterated almost by Jean-Claude in the conference today saying this game's going to be super tight as all quarterfinals would be. Which said, well, yeah, so why aren't you playing Pollard? So, um, in my mind, given what I've seen the last one or two years, it would be the same way. I think uh, the Springboks lose, I'm afraid. And um, I actually think it may be kind of eight, nine points out to that sort of figure, I'm afraid. So, um, gosh, but there's that hope and we have seen the k- kick well we have seen him we saw him at trucking we were there we were there that night energy but you shouldn't really be relying on hope really so mm-hmm. that's how I see it so I see it. Springbok's going up what I'd like to say also just put it in your brains but maybe mention it after the predictions is in my mind this is the greatest Springbok squad we have ever had ever in my, my doubt. lifetime my doubt. I-, I could not agree much really so no, I was, I I've been thinking about this for a while I'm thinking and that's so flippin' frustrating because we should be mopping up. <laughs> we, we, we should Agreed. have
0: had a four-year cycle where we, we should playing
3: we winning 85%. Agreed. Right, okay. So anyway, that's, that's another conversation. So mm. anybody else? Predictions? I've got France by eight, I'm afraid.
0: So. Yeah, so I think... Um, I think South Africa... Uh, yeah, take this. There's no doubt in my mind. Excellent. I, mm. I, I don't see how... With the World Cup pedigree... <laughs> Good bless me with the World Cup pedigree we have with the history we have in this tournament with um, the players that we still have available we could effectively have 14 potentially 15 World Cup winners on at the end um, I'm, I'm really struggled to see how they can close close it out I don't think the skill gap is enough for France to beat a team like that in a game like this I think there's a lot of pressure on France um, expectation is huge Um, so there is that and I think we haven't seen it in a while that French where where they capitulate and kind of they've had enough and and they've thrown arms that's that's not there they're also very clever in their strategy I mean you see the strategy against New Zealand where if they don't make a break within 20 seconds they kick Mm. see that strategy? I mean that's a very clever strategy Mm. Um, so they'll have plans for us and I think it will be tight but uh, I think we take it Okay, you yeah. SA win. Fifteen. Uh, that's a tight win, isn't it? By fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> Look for me yeah. And and one last thing. I just hope and pray it's not too much to do with the Riff. Yeah.
3: Well yeah yeah, just on that point, we don't want we don't want chords to no, exactly. from either side, do we? We we want this playing because yeah. I think we can all agree even a yellow chord is a game changer, and So just a quick one, and I don't even
1: even want to bring it up, but I think it's a great stat. We're the only team not to have picked up a yellow so far.
3: Yeah, I know. And they mentioned that in the conference today. (laughs) Um,
1: So for me, look, I'm not going to sit on the fence. Box to win. Box to win by five. Bravo. However, we have to be able to be ahead within 25 minutes mm-hmm. it has to come down to it is going to be so brutal that first 20 mm-hmm. minutes and I'm so <laughs> afraid that that's when a card might come in because it's going to be so brutal so it's first 25 we have to be in front get to half time get them chasing and you know what then we can play it all out so
3: I'm going for a Bok 1 by 5 excellent boys well on that note good luck Bokers. go Bokker and we'll see you all after the week I'm going look at your arm. Marks, my baby.
2: look at your arm. i my baby look at your arm. I'm going to your i to
1: look at your arm. i